0: My name is Randy Howell, and you're listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Faith and Fishing Podcast, where every episode I'll bring you an interview with a member of the fishing community, and they'll be sharing their faith stories and fishing memories with you. I'm your host, Cam Steele. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Whoa hey y'all sorry about that been playing around with uh sorry about that been playing around with some effects lately um and forgot to turn it off but yeah welcome back to the faith and fishing podcast i'm coming to you newly energized you may have noticed that there hasn't been much content coming from me lately on instagram and in the groups and some of you may know that i was in a pretty substantial slump physically mentally emotionally and especially spiritually well, there have been quite a few things lately that have contributed in pulling me out of that slump, including the conversation in this episode where I had a roundtable discussion with a few of your favorite fishing podcasters, talking about why they got started and why they keep going, and if and how that has changed um, as their podcast has progressed. So we'll be talking about that with Armando Solà from Bass Kayak and Beers Podcast and Dan Perry from The Reel Down, both on Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. Josh Carter from the One Objective Bass Fishing Podcast and Paul Roberts from the Bass and Brews podcast. We're also going to revisit a mistake that I didn't learn from, but think I have now in learned from my mistake. Talk about my local tackle shop in the product spotlight, and we'll talk about the frenzy around the hunt for the world record tarpon on the fly and what you're reading. I know that is a lot to get to, and this is gonna be a bit of a longer episode, so I will try to keep the housekeeping quick. I did get to take the kayak out to a new place and got to fish with someone new uh shout out to ramon from ramon outdoors Uh, we went to a local mill pond and did some fishing he caught a few flyer and i got skunked but this was something that i desperately needed to be able to have a day of fishing where i didn't catch anything but still had a great time and this was a trip that also contributed to pulling me out of that slump Um, we, we paddled through the cypress trees where there was this crazy, almost chugging and pulsing sound of some sort of frog or bird, maybe even a bug though. I think it's a little early for the loud kind of bugs. And, um, it might've even been like a chorus of squirrels or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it made it have almost a tropical feel to it. And then the nesting great blue herons made it sound like Jurassic park at times, but I'm definitely looking forward to going back uh, definitely looking forward to getting out with Ramon again. Uh, if you uh, if you like watching YouTube videos, make sure you check out his uh, his YouTube channel Ramon Outdoors. And if you are looking for a new podcast, he is a phenomenal um, storyteller, and he has some phenomenal storytellers on his podcast called Go Outdoors. So he has uh, outdoorsmen talking about their fishing and hunting. Uh, uh, trips and some of their stories so make sure you go check that out. Um, But yeah definitely looking forward to going back there. I might even go without my fishing gear and just paddle the kayak um, on the kayak trail that they have which is a good segue because the first thing we're going to jump into is talking about the amount of gear that we take on Learn From My Mistake. So let's take a quick break and jump into it. Whether you're a Ned Rig vet or a finesse fishing noob like me Jade's Jigs is your source for high-quality finesse jigs that raise the bar by being lead-free. Using a tin bismuth alloy not only makes Jade's Jigs eco-friendly, it also makes the jig lighter so you get the same profile with less weight for the fish to feel. Check out jadejigs.com, that's jadesjig dot to see their full lineup of jigs, styles, and colors. And since you're a Faith in Fishing listener, you can save 10% on your order by using promo code FNF10 at checkout. Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle in Greensboro, North Carolina offers a wide range of products and services designed to help protect the environment and enhance the time people spend enjoying the outdoors. With an expansive year-round inventory of kayaks, sups, bikes, kayak fishing accessories, paddling clothing, biking accessories, and more, Get Outdoors has established itself as one of the top paddle sports and biking shops in the southeast. They also offer a wide range of kayak safety and technique courses to get you comfortable in your new boat. They'll even get it rigged up for you. Stop by the shop in Greensboro, North Carolina, or check them out at shopgetoutdoors.com. Back in season two, episode 22, the learn from my mistakes segment talked about taking too much gear. Well, we are going to revisit that this time because I did not learn from my own mistake when it came to how much gear I was bringing. As a matter of fact, the amount of gear I took went the other direction. It kept growing and growing until I ended up losing a rod and having a rough day on the water um, a little while ago because I had way too much stuff. And that's not even to mention that my kayak ended up being hard to paddle and hard to maneuver because the weight in the back hatch. Um, So I started downsizing. I sold a few rods and combos that I really barely used, um, and a few other things. And this last trip, partly because I had sold some stuff and partly because, um, because I knew I was gonna be maneuvering amongst the cypress trees, I brought a lot less than normal. I still brought a lot, but I took less than half of the rods I normally do, and I cut down on tackle, which means I cut down on weight, and that made a big difference in how i was able to enjoy the trip i definitely have learned from my mistake now though and i hope that you don't have to get to the point that i did and um, that i did to learn the hard way too now let's take another quick break and turn on the product spotlight if you're looking for a photographer in and around the raleigh north carolina area the one i recommend you go with is summer de salvo whether you're looking for family portraits senior pictures or business headshots summer's got your back She's done family portraits for us and even a kayak photo shoot for me, and I have to say she's really fun to work with, goes above and beyond to get her shot, has a really fast turnaround time, and most importantly, takes amazing pictures. Check out her portfolio and pricing in the All Things Faith and Fishing link in the show notes, or go straight there at summerdesalvophotography.mypixiesite.com. That's summer d-i-s-a-l-v-o photography dot my p-i-x-i-e-s-e-t dot com Savior Outdoors gives me confidence that no matter what happens what I take on the water is coming back home with me With retrieval devices for fishing rods, bow fishing bows, action cans, and even one that can be attached to your other gear, they've got your whole arsenal covered. When one of these devices goes in a drink, it releases a float attached to your gear by 60 feet of line so you can get it back. And the pressure sensitive filter means that you don't have to worry about rain or dips in the water while landing a fish at SaviorOutdoors.com, That's S-A-V-U-R outdoors.com. You can use promo code FNFP15 to save 15% and try them for yourself. This time on the product spotlight, we're going to do it just a little bit different, and we're not going to talk about a specific product, but we're going to talk about a business. So you have heard me talk about them a few times before, and I'm talking about outhouse tackle in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is a small tackle shot, but they have a big selection of Zoom, Big Bite Baits, Spro, Z-Man, Rapala, Missile Baits, Big Show Baits, Luz, Ducket, and much, much more. Uh, the main reason I choose outhouse tackle over Bass Pro and Cabela's, both of which um, both of which I have in my area, um, isn't necessarily the, the selection, though they do have some things that I can't get there. Um, the main reason is the atmosphere. It's the kind of place you would go to with your grandpa when you were little and sit and listen to the, and sit and listen to the fishing stories. Um, this is the kind of place that, uh, you go pick up your live bait and your Zebco combo before, before you go out for panfish or crappy, or, um, even where you get your new lose reel or spro, spro crank baits before your next bass tournament. No matter where you are in your fishing journey, outhouse tackle has you covered. Jerry, the owner, is a great guy, and he's full of fishing stories, and he's a lot of fun to talk fishing with. Um, the only warning that I do have is be ready for Gus to shop dogs bark when the cash register goes off. Uh, so make sure you go check check them out. The website will be in the show notes. Their online shop isn't quite up yet, um, but it will at least get you a chance to get familiar with them before you go down and see them. Now let's jump into what you're reading, presented by Quail Ridge Books. Raleigh, North Carolina's trusted community bookstore. As always, What You're Reading is brought to you by Quail Ridge Books, which, if you have not checked them out, make sure you do. If you are listening to this on the day it comes out, keep in mind that new books are released on Tuesdays, so go check out what came out today. Um, This time, we're talking about Lords of the Fly by Monty Burke and published by Pegasus Books. Monty Burke has written a lot of sports books, and they are really, really well-written. Uh, This one was brought to my attention by previous guest Jeff Jones, who has a fly fishing podcast called The Brackish Fly, which is awesome, so make sure you go check that out. But I picked this book up, and it is phenomenal. It covers the tarpon fly fishing scene in, I hope I'm saying this right, Homosessa, Florida in the late 70s and early 80s, specifically the race for the world record tarpon on the fly. It follows the stories of legends like Tom Evans and Lefty Cray and many, many more the record would get broken regularly and the anglers would spend time together, even party together, then go compete the next day trying to break that record. Uh, this book is one of the best collections of fishing stories out there and Monty Burke does such a good job of sharing those stories. Uh, you can get your copy at quailridgebooks.com. Now let's, let's jump into this conversation with some of your favorite podcasters. With 30 years of experience of handcrafting lures under his belt, Mr. B of Mr. B Lure Company is making high quality spinnerbaits, buzzbaits, jigs, underspins, swim blades and more right here in the US. All of his skirts are hand tied and all of his baits feature a baked on powder paint, all metal components and only owner and gamagatsu hooks. All of his baits come in a variety of colors and if you purchase a bait in the battle shad color, of the proceeds go to the Wounded Warrior Project. To see the quality for yourself, go to mrblurecompany.com, that's mrblurecompany.com, to place your order and use promo code FAITH, the letter N, FISH, the letter N, POD1X10 at checkout to save 10% on your first order. All right. So this episode, we're going to be doing things a little different. We have a roundtable discussion. We've got some voices that you're going to be very familiar with. Not only have uh, most of them been on the show before, um, but you have probably, if you're listening to my show, you're probably listening to theirs too. Uh, so we've got a few different fishing podcasters. Uh, we're going to be talking about why it is that, that we do what we do. Um, so we've got, um, y'all remember Armando Salah from uh, the oh, oh. Bass, Kayak, and Beers uh, podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. We've got Josh Carter, an OG from over on the One Objective podcast, and uh, Mr. Dan Perry uh, from uh, the Reel Down over on the Paddle and Fin podcast network. And uh, we may be joined by another one as well, but y'all That's welcome. What's going
2: what's on? Fun? I appreciate the, uh, the
3: invite to the show tonight. Yeah, definitely honored to yeah. be here in this roundtable with this guys. Thanks, Ken.
1: Absolutely. So I'll be uh, I'll be forthcoming. I'm not phenomenal at running a conversation, um, so I am uh, I am interested to see how it goes with so many of us on here. Um, but yeah, so uh, Armando, we'll start with you and just kind of um, for our listeners who haven't heard, um, tell us what your show is all about.
3: Well, I got, uh, first, my name is Armando Solal, um, and then I have the Bass, Kayak, and Beers podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network, uh, runs every Tuesday. And basically, it's just fun conversation. It's really what the title is, just being my guest, crack open a beer, and talk about kayak fishing. Um, sometimes I'll have a tournament angler. Sometimes I'll just have a weekend warrior that likes to go fishing and likes to talk about kayak fishing. Sometimes I have a content creator. So I'm not really just strict on one specific, you know, uh, group or the other. It's just anybody that wants to talk kayak fishing um, is always welcome to come to to the podcast. A lot of times, you know, it's going to be either we're going to have a content creator. We're going to be talking about, you know, the. Content creation scene um, when it relates to kayak fishing. When I have a tournament angle, we'll talk about their tournaments and how the tournament scene is progressing and moving forward, and where where can it go. And uh, when I have somebody that just loves kayak fishing, it's not really into social media or tournaments. So we just have conversation about you having a campfire, you know, when you're out there fishing and camping.
1: Awesome. And what about
0: you, Dan? Uh, Yeah, Dan Perry. Do the also on paddling fin with one of our many shows. Um, yeah, we me and Jimmy Skinner do the reel down. It's just tournament kayak fishing. We have uh, it's a show where we highlight usually almost every week highlight three kayak anglers who compete in a tournament who got top three. And yeah, we do that every week. Give give guys from across the country either whether it's grassroots or national, uh, give them a chance. Sean been doing it. Took a little break, but been doing it almost three years now. I think right at three years, something like that.
1: Awesome. And Josh?
0: Uh, I'm Josh Carter
2: with uh, One Objective. We've been doing this for probably, we'll say about six years now. We've been doing podcast shows. Uh, we started out doing podcast as I, I actually did a podcast with another guy, um, Brian Carter from uh, the BassCast. And... We did it for a little while, just it wasn't going like he was big into tournament news, like local tournament news and stuff like that. And just it, he had a great show, just wasn't going where I wanted to go. So uh, me and James, we went to high school together, fished together uh, for many years, tournaments, stuff like that. So it was only it only seemed right to call him like, look, dude, let's let's do a podcast show. Uh, we started out very small, very basic sound sucked for the first couple for the first year i'd say you know and you think you got to figure it figured out then it sucks again for a while but finally i think we got it but um but anyways we we just wanted to do this to um inform people you know on on it started out just bass fishing in general uh and then we had a, a good friend of ours casey reed on and he got talking about kayak fishing and i was like well i gotta try this and we tried it fell in love with it sold our bass boats you know i mean just went deep into kayak fishing and uh we've been fortunate enough and blessed that the uh the, the lord opened enough doors for us to be able to do this full-time not just with the podcast but to be able to build a brand around one objective you know and, and do everything when it comes to kayaking bass boat side and all that and, and this is this is where we're at right now you know it's uh it's, we've been blessed for sure
1: absolutely so what i want to what i want to start off with is uh i want to to know what was your why whenever you started out so like uh, like not only why did you start the podcast but why was it that um why was it that you were you were doing it once you got started um so i guess um let's start with dan this time
0: um yeah so i'm a five-year-old so i i, I just don't get to fish as much as i want to you know being a dad to me is number one and um so i was just sitting here at the house i was like man i want to go fishing i i can't go fishing all the time like i want to and i'm i'm just generally one of those people where i am 100 percent ate up with fishing all the time whether it's podcast or help help run in trails or whatever else or anything or actually fishing um i just need to have my mind on something and just give me a chance other people want to talk about fishing? Sure. Heck yeah, I'll do it. So, uh, yeah, I just, I'd messaged Brian and whenever a spot came up on the reel down at that time, it was Brad Hicks left. He was doing it with Sam Jones and then Brad Hicks left to do the re- review show product show and, a uh, final cast. Yeah. Final cast area. And, uh, another show on paddling that you can watch. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, So yeah, I got on air with him and I got talked kayak fishing and fishing with people. And man, I have learned so much. So it started off as me just wanting to talk fishing and learn more and really kind of not only that, but it also got the side of just being able to highlight people from all over the country. I mean, our sport is growing so fast and, um, you know, just kind of giving everybody their due whenever they win a tournament and just trying to be no matter what trail it is KBF Hobie or bass local just giving people a little bit of time shine and getting the juice from them taking it from them so uh yeah so that was it
1: for sure and Josh you kind of already hit hit yours um but was there anything you wanted to expand on
2: uh i'm kind of like kind of like dan said you know he he wanted to learn more he wanted to be able to to talk fishing and I know like when me and James were growing up, all you basically had was Bassmasters on Saturday mornings and you had Bassmaster Magazine, you know, or Bassin or whatever, but you didn't have all these shows where they sit down and talk and, and YouTube wasn't big then when I was growing up, you know, um, I sound like an old person when I say that, but (laughs) uh, yeah, but YouTube, just YouTube wasn't there. And granted, when we started this, YouTube really wasn't even on our mind either. But so we wanted to be able to get on there and talk bass fishing and, You can't learn it from. I mean, you can learn it from other guys, local guys, and all that. But a lot of local guys don't want to give the juice. You know what I mean? They don't. We've had a couple on, and I mean, I can tell. I knew these guys. I knew how they fished, and it was just like, like they were blowing smoke. You know what I mean? So, me and James, like, we got to get pros on. You know, this is what we need to do. So, uh, we just shot for the stars, man, and started getting Bassmaster pros on, FLW pros on talking about their events also but doing an in-depth segment to where you're breaking down each technique that they're doing so if they got three different techniques you break it down from to from the real rod lure all that stuff so it, it helped everybody listening to the show and us cuz I'm taking notes too <laughs> on, on how how they do this stuff and in their mindset and how they make these changes and why they do it you know and I've learned a lot from it as I you mean know, all of us do these podcast shows and, and uh, listen we learn so much so um that was basically the reason why I wanted I wanted to get the juice from the guys that do it for a living you know and then it just kind of expanded into the kayaking side and now we kind of get everybody you know and try to give everybody recognition for big tournament wins or just uh tournament fishing or just fishing in general
1: for sure what about you Armando
3: same thing kind of really what Josh just mentioned, uh, you know, I, if I can expand on it, I'd say, you know, it's uh, my buddy of mine got me into kayak fishing. We used to fish out of his Pelican, you know, a little uh, sit in kayak, you know, you get usually like a Walmart or um, Dick sporting goods and stuff like that. And, you know, I immediately got lit pun intended hooked into this. Um, oh. But <laughs> he was uh, he was more like, you know, throw a spinnerbane and all that. You know, he was not like notchable on it. It's just every once in a while. Then, you know, he got two kids and decided he was going to get a boat because kids are young. And, you know, more of a boat is more of a better to bring the family and stuff like that. So, really, oh, the only person that I knew that did kayak fishing just wasn't doing it anymore. Um, so, I was like, how do I learn? You know, and I used to watch a lot of Fluke Master, which I, I – Gene Jensen is to me, you know, helped me out a lot as, as far as starting, but there's only so much you can get. Um, and I thought, man, if I can have some of these um, guys, girls that, that that know how to do this, come up and talk to. Um, back when I started, the tournament scene wasn't as big as it is now. Um, and that was also kind of intimidating going, you know, take part in a tournament where I have no idea what I'm doing at that point, you know, I just barely had to just bought my kayak. So I got the idea listening to podcasts from my wife who loves to listen to true crime podcasts. For whatever reason, murder relaxes her, you know, and women, <laughs> you know, women <laughs> you know? love that stuff. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it is. So that's how I learned that podcast was a thing. So I figured, Oh, let me see if there's podcast for fishing. And I saw, I think, Crank and Cast was the first one that I listened to. Then I thought, maybe there's one specifically for kayak bass fishing. And I think KBN and Paddle and Fin were the twos that came up. So I figured, let me, you know, maybe I can start mine. And, oh, and Dark Waters, Josh Smith's with Dark Waters. So I posted it on Instagram that I was going to start a podcast to see that kind of like, you know, I put myself out there. To, because i knew if, if i just left it inside my brain i wasn't gonna do it so i needed something to pressure myself into doing it and i've told this story many a times probably on this same um, podcast with you uh previous time i was here but josh smith who i've never met in my life was uh saw my post and about two weeks later just kind of like you know, uh, message me uh, directly, and was just you know using <laughs> strong words, but just basically you know, put your big boy pants on and start doing this. <laughs> Say you're gonna do it, do it. And I, I've never met Josh Smith in my life, um. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm being bullied into doing this. But I, to this day, you know, I love Josh Smith, and and he's really been pretty much one of the main reasons why I started doing this. Um, so I started doing it, um, and then I started just kind of want to have fun conversations. Then I figured, you know what, I'll do also a kayak fishing one-on-one, which is to get the pros and to talk about techniques, just like Josh mentioned. So I had two episodes. One was just fun conversations and the life of tournament angler or content creator, and the other one was, like, learn how to kayak fish. And I love doing the second one because even though I was putting I was using it as an excuse to put the show out there, I really didn't care if anybody listened to that one. I just wanted them to tell me and I could have it recorded. I got my personal best listening to Dan Perry the first time he was on my show on how to fish on deep ledges. And listening, I the only the only, and I'm not kidding, the only episode that I've listened to out of the ones that I recorded. Was the one I did with Dan Perry Usually I just recorded it Now I do, when do the editing, I listen to it But to sit down and enjoy it The only one was Dan Perry And I was driving to um, Sam Raven And I know I'm making this story way longer than the other guys, So I apologize <laughs> um, And I figured, you know, I just recorded one With Dan, let me listen to it And kind of put it in practice And sure enough, I got my personal best So, you know, kind of paid for itself right there
2: Yeah,
1: I hear you And I guess I should briefly kind of throw mine out there too so um i had a few different reasons that i started um one so uh, my wife is uh in her spare time she's a potter and she would um she would go out to the shed her studio and and throw pots and trim bolts and and handle mugs and all that stuff and i just wanted something to do while she was out doing that um that was one reason and the other reason was this was this was the kind of content that I thought would would be a really awesome thing to have and I couldn't find it anywhere and um it was uh it was I think it was Gene Jensen that said if there's content out there that you want to see and you can't find it it's on you to to make it so I decided Absolutely. to back to it and um I will say I I I say this a lot it was you Josh actually who um if it hadn't have been for you I would not have stuck it out as long as I did Because you told me uh, you were the first person I interviewed and you told me, give it a year before you make any decisions on whether you want to stick it out or not. Give it a year Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't get any kind of traction in that first year. And yeah, that that was the best advice I got. Um, So thank you for that. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of my my why in terms of why why start it. Um, and I'm kind of at this, at this point where I'm trying to figure out what my why of, in terms of keeping going is. So, um, like it, I had a very, very brief stint in sales, um, where, you know, the only way you make it through a job in sales is remembering your why. And, um, so that, that kind of resonated with me and, and I, I brought it along with the rest of my my life and I'm every every time I'm doing something I'm trying to remember what is my why why am I doing this um, you know whenever I'm at work what's my why my why it, my why is bringing a paycheck home to my wife and my son um, providing for them you know um, so I'm, I'm at that point now where I'm trying to find what is my why of this podcast um, and I'm I'm interested to know what your whys are. So um, I guess, uh, Josh, since, since you've been doing this the longest, um, what is, what is your why on how you're, you're continuing it? How has it changed from what it,
2: um, it it now it's the, the outreach that we get, you know, like the, the weekly or daily emails or Facebook comments that we get of, you know, Hey, you really helped me with this or, um, we'll get questions on, um, you know, how, how do I do this? How do I rig this kayak? How do I, in this situation, what type of lure do I throw? You know, I mean, we get a lot of that. Um, and I always try to break it down, you know, but it also gives me ideas for shows, which I have got a list because we haven't done a show in a while now, just with. About like March 2nd, man,
0: get together. Yeah, I swear, man, man, has it really been March 2nd? I think so. Like every day, I because I listen to podcasts while I work yeah. on the computer all day, and I keep going to y'all's. And there's not a new show. And no I think no it's like show, March second yeah. or ninth, one of the two. Not, yeah, no, I'm not trying to call you out. I don't oh, know, man. It's hard. Right. it hey, sure so sounds nice. like you are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know
2: what that is? That's motivation. That's like Josh. You need to get back up on a horse and get I going. So yeah. hear your next show, man. Yeah. So you, you know,
1: and, and Finn and put two out every day.
2: Yeah, I can I don't. I tell you what, man. I give it to you yeah, guys on paddle and fin, and I, I, me and James talked about this before. You guys are like machines. Like I don't, I don't even have
0: that much to talk about.
2: Like I don't even know. I don't
0: know. It's quantity over quality all the time.
2: <laughs> but but you know, like for us, just to keep going, you know, when you get the, um, hey man, this really helped me out, or this I, I really enjoyed this, and and also I, I we. I just enjoy talking. I'm a talker. You know what I mean? If I go to the boat ramp and I see dudes there, especially my wife and kids go and I see another boat come in and I'm going to talk and I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, we're going to be here for a while, but that's just me. That's, that's, I I like to go out there and talk to people. I love talking fishing. Um, and we love helping, you know, and to see where this has gone, it's really hard to grow something. Me and James was actually talking about this the other day. It's really hard to grow something to this point and just stop doing it. you know, um, it's not, we want to keep doing it just because we've been doing it, but it's when you build your brand, when your your whole entire company was built off of a podcast show, you know, you got to remember where you came from and, and keep going to that because that's these people, when, when you're, when you're doing this fishing, that's just like for us getting in, back into kayak tournament fishing this year, you know, when you're living that life of kayak tournaments, It's easier for when you get on there to talk, talk fishing that people can kind of say, Hey, uh, I, I, I can reason with this guy. I can see what he's talking about, you know, or he is fishing tournaments. If you go on there and, uh, you know, anybody can go in there and shoot a YouTube video on how to catch fish off a spinnerbait or how to do this or do that. But if you don't have any kind of showing that you are doing this, you know what I mean? Like you are living this life or whatever, it's, um, it's hard to continue it. You know what I mean? So Um, I think that's some of it too, just, you know, like we're, we're extending out to everything and just trying to keep this going in every Avenue, you know, and the way we do it full time. Now you kind of got to, it's a whole marketing deal now. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is our marketing side of doing You know, our, our products, also our YouTubes, our marketing side. um, But you know, but to get down to the nitty gritty, man, it's He's like
0: you you're writing your tournaments off as like a marketing expenses on your taxes.
2: Basically, I have to because I'm not winning no money right now. So oh, <laughs> that's, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, man. That's no,
2: no, you're fine. But, it, you know, it, it's but, you know, to, to get down back to the, the main question, it's we still enjoy helping people. You know what I mean? I still enjoy the getting someone out on the water. And you're saying, man, I caught a fish because of this, or, uh, I got my kayak rigged out and it is perfect because of this, you know, that that's the stuff that we like. That's the stuff we love helping people. That's why we do it.
1: Absolutely. So that's awesome. Uh, Dan, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and crack open that can of worms. Well, what's I mean, what is, uh, I mean, what's your, why, why, have, why, have, why have you come back and <laughs> why are you continuing?
0: uh yeah well first I, I took a break for a little bit because it, it it is difficult on the difficult part of being on paddling finn is you kind of have a lane except for armando he does whatever he wants to which is <laughs> awesome but the like everybody like the noob show they have you know they have a specific deal the final cast has a specific deal uh you know in the reel down we do tournaments so we do we st- we have a very small lane that we stay in and if you do that for two and a half years, that lane, can it gets a little bit tight over time. You know, because you can only hear somebody, especially, it's kind of mean say, but some people just get lucky and win tournaments and like, uh, you know, they, they do it. It happens, happens naturally and locally. And some people are really bad at being on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the regular stuff, but, but but being doing a tournament show is a very small lane. So over time I said, well, I'm going to start a different show. And, um, and then some couple other, like I've had people cuss me out and call me all kind of names on a live stream and, and every, you know, like if if you do a podcast long enough, you're going upset you're going to say something ignorant and some people are going to get upset and that's totally fair. And, uh, I'm sure I deserved it and uh there's there's actually one really big kayak angler i apologized to him twice after saying like i said something small like uh oh yeah that guy you know something like that something real small like because everybody knows he's so good and then he took it as oh i can't believe you'd say that and text and message me and i apologized twice i was like you can listen to it again i i was literally kidding and it's like you're dead to me and you know, whatever. Yes. Hey man, I, I, I've I manned up. I apologize twice for a comment that I thought was absolutely couldn't even take it any other way, but joking. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I won't say who it is. He lives up in the Northeast. I'll say that. And, um, <clears throat> but, but there's, it's a grind doing a podcast every week. You're not really getting paid from it. There's no money. <laughs> sorry if you're wanting to get into podcasting, <laughs> unless you're Josh and you sell products along with it, you know, there's no money in it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But you do it for long enough and small lane. I just felt like doing something else. And a couple of the other hosts, they, um, I started a new show for a week. I said, I won't do anything you've done in the last six months. And they didn't like it. They thought I was getting in their lane and I let it upset me so much that I, Started if that I said, "Well, I'm gonna take a break." Like I can handle. I said the stuff about other people because I can take stuff from the outside. That's fine. But whenever your friends, people that you feel like you're a part of the team, whenever they come down on you, I jump through hoops to not get in their lane. And they still thought I was in their lane, even though I thought we were all doing it as a team. And uh, it took a lot of fun out of it for me. So I took a break. Then Jimmy had some stuff going on. I think I was going four months. Jimmy asked me to fill in for him for a little while. So I did that and boom. Now I'm, they pulled me back in. So I'm, I'm back doing it. But I, I haven't lost the love of doing it and why I do it or why I started. I get to talk fishing. Yeah. And that's awesome. Man. I get to squeeze people of that juice as much as I can. You know, there's not really many. You know, I get a couple of sponsors that help out a little A little bit. I'm sure from the podcast, not from my fishing, you know, a couple of local trophies. They're not, a the sponsors aren't saying, Hey, you're tearing up them grassroots clubs. Hey, sign on with us, buddy. No, it's from the podcast. There is a little bit of benefit from it. Yeah. I mean, that's like a small thing from it, but let me add small. But, um, so yeah, I, I still do it for the love of it. Just giving, giving chance, giving people a chance, Sean, and, you know, getting talk fishing. That's, so that's why I'm back.
1: Absolutely, and uh, Armando, I'm interested to hear your your well. Impression.
3: I have to give you my version of why Dan quit because it's <laughs> actually part of it is my fault. It is. I was recording. So
0: Dan. He told has, me, it wasn't Armando. Went he told me something. And then that like. Well,
3: you really already said. <laughs> you already, already said. So Dan is going to bring a new segment on and Fist. Which as soon as I heard it. I was like, I don't mind it. But I know somebody's not going to be happy about this. As soon as I heard it like this. should have been brought up differently. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to support Dan. That's what he wants to do. If other people have a problem with it. You know I can't help it. Dan wants to do it, so let me support him. So I told Dan come up to my show, we'll you know promote yours, and next week, you know, you can you'll you'll start your debut your show. So Dan comes up, we record. When we finish recording, I said, Hey, by the way, did you saw of all places, did you saw the post that so-and-so made on KBN group page? I think he's talking about you, and he's like, and I thought that he already read the post because everybody in Paddle and Finn had already read the post. So I figured, you know, what's like your thoughts on it? Man. And Dan was like, what do you mean? And as soon as Dan said, what post are you talking about? I'm like, uh oh, crap. I'm like, nah, never mind. But it's like, no, tell me. And I said, oh, well, you're going to find out anyway. So I told him this post and I showed him the post. And Dan, that was after we recorded. Dan just blew up right in front of me like, Dad was like, I'm done, I'm done And there was a lot of you know other words come up. and I felt guilty because here I am promoting his show that's never gonna air now and never did. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was like, do I even post this show now because it's not gonna happen. So what's the point? But I was like, we already recording, let's post it. Um, and I felt super guilty because like if I would have kept my big mouth shot, then maybe Dan finds out in another way that's more organic, um, and things don't blow up the way they did. Um, it, it, so it, it, I it felt just, bad it when when Dan no matter what, yeah, yeah. But when Dan came back, I was relieved because I was like, man, you know, kind of like saved myself from uh, I don't know feeling guilty that he left because of not something I said, but something that I repeated.
0: Um, I, I had to learn my lesson to not let other people take, you know, sour you on something that you that you love to do. So I yeah. mean, that that was a I'm a grown man. Us learn yeah. lessons every day, and that was a that was one I needed to learn or relearn. Or yeah.
2: Well, let me um, I don't, I don't want to cut you short real quick, Ramando. Uh, and I don't want to I don't want to uh, cut into what your your response is for um. Uh, for your, for you know, for the comment here, but no, look, some, something, something I've learned with podcasting, getting into this, our first year was we were all to ourselves. We had our, we had our listeners, but once you started getting in that second year, when people really start figuring out what you're doing and who you are, people start getting a little, a little more competitive. Oh, <laughs> people start getting a little more competitive, and they want that, they want that first interview. They want that. I mean, when we did interviews at the Bassmasters Classic. You ought to see the media when when that guy comes back behind stage after he weighed his big fish, and everybody's rushing up here because they want to get that interview first. You know what I mean? And it was getting kind of like that with the podcasting. We had several guys that just came in, just started up a podcast. I'm not going to name their names, but as soon I as – No,
0: nah,
2: nah, it was not you guys. <laughs> uh, for sure, it was not you guys. But, you know, it was getting to the point where – you, they, they were fighting to get the interview. They were cutting us off from the interview. We already had it set up, so they would set it up uh, about an hour or 30 minutes before our show and hold them. You know what I mean? And and then it was cutting into our time. And it just kept going, I guess. And so finally, we got to a point where we was like, you know what? I don't care no more. I'm not doing this competing thing. I'm not trying to be the first to get this interview. I just want to talk fishing. You know what I mean? And when you get to that point in the show and you just don't care what no one else says and you go in there and do your show, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. You know what I mean? You okay. don't. I don't worry about what nobody says anymore or who gets the first interview. I just want to go talk fishing. And uh, once you get that, your show goes so much smoother. You know what I mean? It, there is no – because it don't matter. If you shoot your show today and I shot my show at the same time and another guy shot his show at the same time, the listeners don't care. Yeah. You might not get that live. If you're going live, you might not get the, the live, um, showing like you would like, cause everybody's split up everywhere. But in the end, they're all going li- to They're going to listen to each show. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Everybody's going to hear the same thing. So I just, you know, word advice after doing this for a while is just do your thing. and don't even worry about it. Don't try to compete for that interview. It's not worth it. It will drive you nuts. Trying to do we, it.
0: We, we had the same thing with, uh, on the reel down, we we were, Kind of competing in time slot with kbn and we ended up talking to those guys and getting our times figured out so we didn't overlap so it both wanted to do a live so i mean but then there was Butcher and you know <laughs> and dark waters and i mean it was for a while there was a lot of other people doing it too so everybody was fighting over the same well who won this week who's the second you see who win on the live stream, boom, you're texting them, and was, and, and that's why we didn't do live anymore because it was that wasn't really our our bag, I guess. Anyway, so it, it it didn't matter, so we kind of backed off and did our own thing too.
3: But yeah, we 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 had the same thing there. Yeah, and right. Cam, before um, you know, because I just noticed this show is gonna go from like an hour show to a three hour show. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, guys. So let me let me answer <laughs> oh. the question now. Not you, not you, Shots. It's not you. you, you you'll see. <laughs> Chill out, Almado. Oh, hey, don't
4: it, be. Let like me that answer the Mando. question
3: because this is going to be my last thing I'm going to say in the podcast now. <laughs> probably it's that, Um when I started, the I really wanted to bring tournament anglers. That's the main thing that I wanted to do. There's no way, like I, the I, the whole year that. I, I kept trying and trying. I couldn't get it because it was just, you know, one objective, which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. Uh, Dan Perry with the real down, KBN, Josh Smith. And that's when I started going to, well, let, let me try content creators. turns out for the growth of the podcast, you bring a content creator to your podcast, you are might get twice the listeners that you're going to get from a tournament angler. And that's what I'm saying. You know, bringing the content creators is not a bad idea. All of my the my popular shows has been with content creators because a content creator may have a following of a hundred thousand, right? You bring him in, he reposted it, and those are going to be like, oh, let me see what this guy or this girl said on bass kayak and beers. Never heard about this podcast. You bring a tournament angler. It's only it. I mean the the tournament scene, even if though it's growing, it's such a really small yeah, percentage. It's at the very of top people. of pyramid. Yes, yeah, like the the. It's like a 1%. You bring a a content creator, I mean, it's it's crazy the difference you get in audience. Now, having said that, I'd really rather have a uh, a tournament angle because that's what the whole thing is about. But I like to mix it up. You know, every now and then I was like, I got to bring a content creator, somebody that I respect as well. So I'm not going to bring somebody that I don't respect or I don't think they're doing any favors to the kayak fishing community with their contents. I'm not going to even ask them to come on but you know, I try to mix it in because I was like sometimes like, yeah, I mean, I could use a bump in in listeners. Let me you know reach out to this uh uh so and so, you know, content creator. And it really is that. So that came kind of came by accident because we really I couldn't get anybody from the tournament scene. My first one was Cody Milton and it was the day before Brian Schiller called me to invite me to come to Paddle and Finn. Hmm. And that was a year after recording podcasts podcast and asking everyone.
1: All right. I am going to um, I I have to remind myself I'm part of this podcast. I'm so used to listening to your voices um, that I'm I'm sitting here listening, not real, not remembering that I'm part of this conversation. Um, But I do want to go ahead and introduce uh, Paul. Welcome. Uh, So we got Paul from uh, Bass and Brews. I almost said bass, kayaks and beers because we got we got both of you. Um, but yeah, that's
4: being taken of care by lawyers. You got a bunch of alcohols <laughs> up in 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 the podcast tonight, Cam. <laughs> we do.
1: We do. <laughs> um, how many uh, how many alcohols are you drinking tonight, Paul?
4: Oh, uh, not much, man. This is not Bass and Bruise. I have to be on my best behavior. So you know, I don't know what Armando's talking about three hour podcasts. I think we've only had two of those. <laughs> so I mean, it might be two hours and forty seven minutes, but won't be three. How
3: many, what's the bed, what's the over and under and how many times Paul is going to put up that sign that says, keep talking, I'm going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> you, to like, keep going like, you can hear the pee in the background and you're like,
4: no, like no, 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 no. My microphone, my I'm microphone kidding. stays out here. Kidding, it I'm does kidding. not go to the potty with me. I'm not, I'm not a heathen. I ain't no heathen now. <laughs> heathen. <clears throat> no, I'm not a heathen. Man, I appreciate y'all's patience. Uh, you know, apologize for being late. Uh, I had something run over, but I'm here now. I'm here now, and I walk into Armando talking junk about me. I love it; it's great. It's <laughs> just nice you, Paul. Miss you. me. Yeah. Same here, buddy. Paul, what was your
1: what was your why? What was your pro- thought process whenever you got started with Bass and Brews? Because you you kind of came into an established podcast there. So, so what was the how did that happen?
4: All right, so I'll start back in in nineteen ninety eight. I'll start there, boy. so it might be two hour oh, episode. <laughs> no, uh, you know i i I had, but long i got I got into kayak fishing in November, t- December twenty twenty. Before the end, doing what I was doing with work and stuff and networking, I I had thrown around the idea of of doing a podcast, but. I just I didn't I didn't prioritize doing it at the time. Get into kayak fishing, and just like everybody else, what do you do? You go to Apple iTunes, start looking for fishing podcasts and specifically kayak fishing podcasts. And I find Palinthian and Darkwell, KB, I find everybody, right? And so I start listening to all these. I start getting Instagram, uh, connecting with people that, that I enjoy listening to and people that are interesting. And I don't even remember exactly how it started. Um, I think I'd found Jigs and Bigs, which is another long form, kind of like your your morning show type po- podcast. And uh, through there, I got, I started meeting the, uh, some of the Hooks at Hoodlum guys. And I found Bass and Brews podcast, which was at the time just Alex. And he was in like season four, episode five. Total, like he was in season. He'd done a, a season, an episode. I mean, an episode of season. Little inside joke. He he, he was just kind of wasn't committed to it yet. I missed that one, but anyway, doesn't matter. So um, anyway, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, dude, if you ever need somebody to be on the podcast, you know, you're looking for somebody. You can't get nobody good on, and, and you just want to fill in. I'm free. We schedule it. I'm at the beach with my family. Internet's bad, doesn't work out. Probably the greatest thing that happened. Um, ended up rescheduling it for when I'm home, and he records forty five minutes to an hour, and it went like two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, uh, it was a good podcast talking fishing, you know. But I, I was looking to be on podcast just to to talk fishing. That's all I wanted to do, uh, you know. I've got some OCD, ADHD combined. And when you get to talking about fishing, I just you know I can't shut up. I I, I want to hear what other people have to say and just talk. And so I, I was on, I think I was episode twelve, and or nine, or something. But a few few weeks later, he asked me to co-host, and I said, yeah. He actually asked me, hey man, if you want to be a guest co-host every now and again. I texted him back, said I'll co-host forever, and that got <laughs> pretty much put me on bass and brews and out says active coast guard. And so after I think about four, if that would have been July, I think I started in August and in like November, he was gone um, and he left me by myself. And so my whole goal was to just put out an episode a, a, a week and enroll and from there. And that's what we did. And, you know, I, I pretty much just, Get guests that that yeah most of them are, are the content creator side. And I do the tournament side, so I like having some tournament folks on there. But the why was I didn't have a why. I just wanted to be on podcasts and talk because it was fun. <laughs> and I got to talk to other people about fishing. And then there was folks out there that apparently listened to it. And, you know, that, that was it. And I kind of slid in, got lucky with somebody that thought I was funny. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty handsome. I'm good on camera. But, you know, more people listen than watch, so I don't know what it is.
1: It's uh, It's uh, got to be the accent, man. That's that's what it is.
4: I don't you have, you have no a Facebook accent. podcast, man. That's what it is. <laughs> well, easy now. If I shaved, if I shaved, I could have an OnlyFans page like nobody's business. <laughs> I subscribe to that. I, I I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. What, I'm so
1: what about what about now paul how has how has that that why changed or has there has there be is there a why now um what is it that keeps you going i
4: it, it it literally has uh helped me immerse myself into the kayak fishing industry and meet so many people that i i never really thought i would meet and and actually get to talk to them and Have conversations, which is in turn, put me in touch with people in the fishing industry as a whole. That's kind of, you know, you get on that fanboy side and be like, damn, this is awesome. You know, I get to talk to this person, Uh, exchange text, ask questions. Um, The why now is just is just to talk fishing. I mean, it's that simple. We all have a story to tell. And when we're doing the fishing podcast. The story is is fishing centric, but the story is not fishing. You know, it's, it's, it's how you got to where you are right now. And fishing is a part of that. Fishing is why you're on this podcast, why we're here right now. But it's the rest of the little bits of story that are the most interesting part for listeners And I like, I like to find those stories. I like to find the stories that are sad. I like to find the stories that are happy. I like to find the stories where I can pick on you about it. You know, I mean, it's just the, it's just the stories of, of where we are, where we are right now. And then we just sprinkle in some fishing on it. I like to, I like to meet people. I'm a habitual networker. I love meeting people. I love listening to their story. And this is, this helps accentuate that, um, you know, it, it makes me happy. I have a bad day at work and I come here and record a podcast, I feel great, you know. The next morning I wake up feeling refreshed and happy.
0: <laughs> I wish I was so, good at the networking part, like Jimmy, my co host. He'll you know, he has like conversations with a lot of people we just had on and then he becomes friends with him. I'm just like I don't know. I'm 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 not very
4: good at that. I'm I'm kind of a quiet guy though. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah, there. it's it's a personality trait. Uh, being like that, you know, I've never met a stranger And my wife And my wife has like, you know Seven friends from college And that's all she has room for in her life Damn. And I make seven friends You know, in in Four hours of being outside So, <laughs> you know It's just, it's a personality trait But you can change If you want to change just, You know, have to, just have to Want to talk more Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, whenever I said, um, whenever I said, I asked you, "What what is it that keeps you going?" I thought for sure you were going to say white claw surge.
4: Okay. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. I think I've, I think I'm, I haven't drank one in like a week because I, I broke out <laughs> like some hives, and I swear it was the white claw surge. I'm gonna be a little upset if it's that, but we're, <laughs> we're gonna find out. I might try one this weekend while well, some other. I'll try one uh, Monday. But yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's the folks that we have on and the story that they tell. I mean, to me, that's the most interesting thing. And, uh, you know, what I tell people to, when I tell them about the podcast and ask them to be on, I said, you know, just have you listened to it? Some say, no, I haven't. I was like, well, you might, you might want to go listen to a little bit of it before you say yes, just to make sure, because it is, it is (laughs) raw and it's unedited. Whatever says is said and whatever happens is happened. Uh, But I said, you know, we're just, we're sitting around a campfire drinking coffee, a beer, uh, you know, water, whatever, uh, shooting shit, talking, fishing. It's that simple.
1: Absolutely. And so, so to kind of, kind of keep us in that, um, in that frame of, of mind, um, what are, what are y'all aiming towards? Um, And. You, whoever wants to start can start.
2: Josh, you want to start? You talking about like for our goals, like where we where we want to go? Like, Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, with with the podcast and the brand and all that stuff, like w- w- what are y'all aiming towards now?
2: Uh, you know, I mean, goal-wise for the podcast, I don't really have a goal-wise. Like I don't have like, you know, we might have like a listener account that I would love to hit for a show. You know what I mean? Like I'd love to be able to get, x amount of listeners for our show you know what i mean um and we try to up that every year you know you like you'll kind of reach that and you keep going um but mainly it's you know since we do our stuff live on facebook and youtube now like we have our numbers there like we'd like to hit you know but i mean as it's going it's just kind of like everybody else you know we're still talking (laughs) fishing i don't think you can really take it you can get all the equipment you want and make sound better and video better and, and, and all that and try to make the show look more like a, a regular talk show, you know, but like when it comes down to it, I mean, I don't think I really have a goal like where I want to see the show in like, say five years. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy with where it's at right now. I'm happy with our, the, the group of listeners that we have, uh, that the, where the, like say, where the show's at right now. I mean, I would, i would love to be able to have 100 hundred, two hundred thousand listeners you know <laughs> you know it, it, but maybe one day but like right now i think it's so much simpler when you keep it like where it's at right now for us it's it's kind of small for us and um but i don't know I li- like say i like to say our youtube grow more with the show more than anything i think that's facebook isn't a, a big deal to me when it comes to viewers and and all that i like to say our youtube grow more with that and that way we're reaching everybody on every level, whether it be the show, whether it be teaching people techniques when rigging their kayaks and and all that stuff. That's kind of basically where we're, we're moving to now.
0: Y'all have a great YouTube. I don't know how many times, how many times I've watched all your videos, you know, I really appreciate that. And you know, that's,
2: we try to be in depth as we can, you know, with, with a lot of stuff. Sometimes we say stupid stuff that we got to go back and answer questions for how we did it or why we said that, or, 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 you know, but I mean, you know, we try to be in depth. We try to give people a little bit of everything. And now I think this year we're going to kind of move further into um, <laughs> getting new people into the sport. You know, like we were so driven towards the people that were in the sport that, they, you know, they, they'll kind of watch it for a while and move off. You know what I mean? Like they're they'll find other stuff that they want to watch. And so now I think we want to get more people that are new to the sport into it guys that just bought a pelican or just bought an ascend or whatever, you know, and and, want to upgrade to a bigger kayak or a different kayak or adding stuff. You know, I mean, I think that's where we want to go. Now we want to reach the new people coming in, you know, that that's what's going to keep this sport growing and keep the industry growing. you know, like just what we do with kayak accessories. Um, you know people ask us, hey man did you see such and such come out with this product man it's very similar yeah, it, it is, but that's what keeps this industry growing you know like you you gotta give our consumers options you know what I mean like it's it's just that's how it is that's how this sport is gonna keep growing is having more companies coming in that want to get in, involved in the kayak and industry uh, same thing with the podcast you know we gotta we, it's great to have all these different guys doing podcasts. I mean it gives people options to listen to different stuff and learn so much. And all you guys, y'all got different varieties of shows and I think it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like I just think that's great. So um I ain't gonna keep rambling, but yeah, that's that's just where we're that's where we're going. We're trying to get the new people in to stay in the sport.
1: Okay. And
3: Armando, what about you? Well, I to me it's I don't really have, and I've talked to marketing directors where they tell me, you know, what, if you want to make it a business, you have to think of it as a business and all that. And to me, I don't like I don't need the money it would be nice, uh, but I don't do it for that. So that's not my main goal. Um, maybe I should take it more seriously and at least get something out of it so I won't spend that much, you know, on tackle and all that. But I mean, honestly, I what drives me is and I've had this uh, just recently, today I recorded with Eric Siddiqui, right? Um, a, a guy who's a great tournament angler, but didn't have that signature win. And for the most part, was, he's been overlooked. And we and I told him when I we talked on the pre-recordings, I want to talk about, you know, you staking the claim and making a statement by winning the National Championship. Bass is like, put some damn respect in my name. Because I know it, it's got to be a chip on your shoulder when you've been inconsistent all these years, but yet you don't get mentioned. Um, so he was like, yeah, I'll talk about that. So we started recording and all that. And towards, once we've done recording, then I hit the end record. The first, the last thing he told me says, like, my friends told me, the friends that have been on your podcast told me that this was going to be the best podcast conversation that I ever was going to be on, and I was going to love it. And I can tell you right now it is. And that to me means a lot because – A, Spanish is not my, uh, I mean, English is not my first language. Um, B, I don't have tons of years of experience of kayak bass fishing, and I don't presume to have. I just be like, if you ever seen like inside the NBA, you know, those guys, Charles Barkley, um, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kenny the Smith, and then you see Ernie, um, he's just like, he doesn't know. He doesn't play basketball. He has these guys to talk about. You know basketball. He's just there to kind of steer the conversation and ask the questions, and that's what I do. I don't pretend to know everything about kayak fishing. I just have my guests and have and see the conversation to where I think it's relevant to my guests, and it's going to be uh, attractive to the listeners. And I've, I mean, just recently Jeremy McCormick posted on Instagram. Out of nowhere, he—I didn't know he was going to post that and tag me. Says saying that I'm one of the reasons he is where he is now, as far as you know, up uh, you know, upping his game and enjoying it more. Be, not because of me, but because he listened to my podcast. So really, it's a testament to my guests, and maybe I do ask the right questions. Um, I've had Jim Eagle just met me on the water, and I was—I just said hi. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know you. You're a mountain from Basque Ica I listen to your podcast. Thank you for what you're doing." So that drives me. And all I want to do is for people to enjoy it. I want—I don't have my name on my podcast. Same as, you know, um, The Real one, one Objective um, and Bass and Bruise. It's not about me. I don't have an ego. It's about, A, uplifting the kayak fishing community, helping. And I told Eric Siddiqui today, you know, when I do the podcast and I review tournaments, if it's just a little bit of small grain of sand in a big hill that is helping you make a living out of what you do, I love doing with kayak fishing, then I'm all for that. I will play my role and be that little grain of sand in this big hill that keeps growing and helping this, the kayak fishing community, and the tournament anglers have make a living out of it if that's what they wish to do. Some of it has to do with accountability. And I am one that I I'm respectful. I don't curse. I'm not gonna uh, judge people's characters unless they're cheating. But if I don't like what's going on with something, I'll say it, and I'll say it with respect. If I don't like it, I've you know I've gotten flack for uh, how what my criticism. Of bassmaster Cack series. My point of view is you need to do a better job. We want we need bassmaster Cack series. We want you to be successful, but we're not going to pat you on the back and say you're doing a great job when you're done. Now, now I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but just give you an explanation of what it is. Same thing with anything. You know, I, there's there's levels to this. You want to encourage, but at the same time, you want to hold people accountable when they need to do a better job because it, it, it could grow. This is an amazing sport, an amazing community, and it can grow and it can get better. And I want to do my part in it and be responsible with it. And that's basically to me, my goal is to help this grow into whatever it is that it can become.
1: Awesome, and, and Dan, what about what about you? What's your what's your target?
0: I don't know. I mean, I I kind of with our show because it's a tournament show. For me, I kind of I. It's not like I want it to continue to be the size it is because I mean kayak fishing is growing, so it'll grow. Probably proportional to it but um our show if you know if we have if we don't focus on the grassroots guys if we don't focus on some of the national guys sometimes then you know it's it's like we can have bigger people on on our show and then we would grow but that's that's not what our show is so i i think our show is kind of it's always going to be the size it is so I don't know if growing it's, you know, I would have to have different guests on to try to grow it, I think. And, and, and for me, I want to give the grassroots guys as much, you know, cause that's just what our show is. Y'all show is different. Um, you know, so, uh, but for me, just personally, I, I want to connect, like I said, I want to connect more with anglers and, and try to grow more relationships from that. But, uh, but the show, I, I kind of like where it's at right now. And I, I feel like if we change it too much, then it'll be, it'll turn into something different. And, and that's a, it would take away the shine that we're able to give to some of the anglers. So it's, it's going to be what it's going to be.
1: All right. And now, now Paul, whenever you asked me this question on your podcast, I ended up the chaplain of our kayak club. So, um, I'm interested to see what happens whenever I ask you this question, what, what are you, what is your target? What are you aiming for?
4: for us is right now to continue what we're doing. And it goes back to just picking people out in the fishing industry that, that we're interested in, that we think we could have a great conversation with that, that listeners would be interested in. And we've had folks on the podcast, like, Armando and Dan from Paddle and Finn, Bailey, serious Angler, pa- Matt Pangrat from Bass Talk Live. You know, we've had folks like that on, but we've also had folks on that have 200 Instagram followers or, you know, 800, 1,000 YouTube subscribers, and they have a story to tell. And if we can help them get some more subscribers or followers for whatever they want to do for their, their channels and what they're doing. That's that's at this point in time, what we're looking to do. And for us is to continue to have a good time (laughs) and finding interesting people to to talk to, to have a story to tell and getting that story out there. Alex retires towards the end of this year. I think we'll, we'll probably change and what some of our goals are with the podcast. Mainly, um, I don't have to buy pay for personally my own merchandise you know I like not have to pay retail price for my own shirt um, you know something like that's a goal to, to have but in general um, we, we we're just kind of, we're, we're in a holding pattern because we got a transition pattern coming up when Alex gets done because he really does everything on the back end all, all the stuff that y'all see is Alex. Uh, when he wasn't here, <laughs> we recorded a podcast. I put out a lot of stuff on Instagram, but it was not flary and flashy and all that. You know, he does all that stuff. So, we're—I think—we're going to probably have some stuff come up towards the end of the year. But right now, it's just finding finding interesting people to tell their story and give them a platform to tell it if they want to.
1: For sure. Um, so. We've kind of we've kind of covered everything that that I had uh, for for the podcast. But did anybody have any any kind of thing that they needed to add? That like they <laughs> I, I had a feeling.
4: Josh, <laughs> man, we ain't never met, but I wish y'all I wish you put out more podcasts. <laughs> I is. I'd be to that. Look, uh, okay, look, yes, I missed 33 minutes of this podcast and got on here late. I got to say my piece. Man, <laughs> Every time I do a lot of drive and listen to a lot of podcasts, I don't pay attention when they come out. I, w- I, I don't do a lot of live stuff because I drive so much. I want to listen. All the ones I like, I want to listen to. Yeah. And and <laughs> so I never know when y'all's comes out, but when it, <laughs> when I see it up there, I'm like, you know, when I see it, I'm like, oh eight o'clock in the morning, this one's first. <laughs> it's like once a month. I'm like, man. Yeah. I know. We um
2: teasers. Bunch we, of teasers. We, we, we had we had a goal going into uh, January, me and Chris and James and we talked and we we're like, we're gonna I wanna get back to our Sunday night shows. I wanna start doing these Sunday night shows. And then we got into the tournament side and we when we got in and we went to uh Lake Fork, and then Toledo Bend, back-to-back for Bass and, and Hobie. Um, we come back and, and was able to do a little bit of a show, you know, and, and kind of talk about it. And then all intentions were to actually pull back and just fish all Hobie stuff while well, we were doing good in points. James was third in points. Uh, or, no, he moved to fifth after uh, we fished Florida, I think it was. Um, I, I moved to eighth in points, you know, so now we're like, uh. Now we got to fish more bass stuff, you know, cause we're doing really well. And, um, but then the business took a turn for the good, mm-hmm. um, with just product. And, um, it, it just got to a point, man, we were working nonstop and we finally, I was like, I, when I come home, I, I needed family time. I just wasn't getting it, you know? And when my little daughter wanted me to lay with her at night before she went to bed, you know what I mean? Like I just, I'm mm-hmm. like, I got, I got to do it. So and I look at it like this, my son today, he just turned 13 today, you know? So uh, it's eventually going to be a point where these kids ain't going to be around with me that much as you know, they're going to be like, dad, I want to hang out with my friends or I want to do this. So I'm kind of like, you know, eventually I'll be old (laughs) and I'll have more time to do this, you know? So, um, but I'll be Armando.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Old old and all the time we can handle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're going to have more coming. Uh, I think just, Once we get past these next two weeks, uh, we got a big Hobie product line that we're we're releasing, and uh, we got some Old Town stuff. Say what? Hobie what? Yeah, we got we got some 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 Hobie stuff, Old Town, and then uh, possibly working in a few other product lines. Um, And then we got ICAST and all that stuff coming. up. So it's just so much going Mm -hmm. on. Like we're just trying to work everything in, but it's going to happen again. We're going to get back on regular schedule. It's just, we didn't even be able to keep up with our YouTube schedule. Our, our plan
3: was to do a Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to have a YouTube video. Well, I got an easy proposition for you, Josh. You can sponsor my podcast with your Hobie products, and I will do, I will use the One Objective banner, you know, and
4: that's it. I'll take care of the podcast, and you can
3: sponsor me, and I can get all the Hobie
4: goodies. <laughs> While you're giving out podcast sponsorships, I got a Hobie PA fourteen and we'll, Bassett. Don't listen to Alex; he's in some kind of other fake pedal boat. Bass and Bruise will hop in since you're giving them out. Yeah, I'll take one. I'm in North Carolina too, so I'm right down the road. We can hand you can hand yeah. me mine in person.
2: Yeah, we I'll eat buy you lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, I do appreciate it that you guys actually listen to, to our podcast. that does mean a lot because it gets to a point in time. And I don't know if you ever guys feel like this, that, you know, sometimes that you don't get the credibility that you think, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Have you ever got that point where you're like, man, I'm really turning out some good content and I see everybody else out there and they're like, I got this sponsor, this sponsor, this sponsor, and this, you know, and I'm like, man, we get so much credibility, you know, like so many people enjoy our show and this and that, but you know, we're not sponsor hunters. We don't go looking for it. Uh Um, to be honest with you this year, we actually turned down every single sponsor we had. Uh, we dropped every single one of them and cause we wanted to be real with our listeners. We wanted to be real in our YouTube channel. And, um, so we just dropped all of them. We don't do not, we don't do none of it no more. It's, it's all us. And, uh, we can be real. We can use whatever we want to use when it comes to tackle, when it comes to whatever, you know what I mean? So, um,
0: Falcon Rods, come holler at your boy. If Josh don't want you, I'll take you, baby. Come yeah. on. I hey, love man. him,
2: Charis. Come on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we dropped it all, man. You know, and it, it was tough. I was like, yeah. are we making the right decision? But uh, I think after the whole fiasco with big adventures and all that fell through, yeah. um, we, were, we were just kind of done. I hate it. they did y'all like that, man. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's. It is what it is. It's business, I guess. You know what I mean. You gotta kind of look at it their side. I don't know. I hate to look at it that side. You know, it makes you mad. Yeah. But, um, but you know, it was it, it. It opened another door for us, and it really Ooh. pushed us into Hobie side, and it pushed us to get out there and do more tournaments and all that stuff. So uh, it was a blessing in disguise. You know what I mean? Um, that's how all this stuff works. You just, but, uh, but. But yeah, I do appreciate all you guys listening to our stuff. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stop rambling. I I could talk all night. So,
4: (laughs) so can I. But you, you said you said that. I tell people all the time. If I have one, if if we have one listener on on Bass and Bruce podcast, I don't care. I'd still record it. Yeah. Because because the interactions that we get to have are are self fulfilling for Alex and I. I mean, we get to we get to talk to people about fishing. From all over the country. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's a release for me. And and some days, there are days I sit down here at, you know, at 745. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm tired. You know, I don't don't feel good or whatever it is. You know, three hours later, I'm like, man, let's keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but
2: Yeah. When you get it off, just, and you got like that adrenaline pump and you're ready, you can't even go to sleep. You know
4: what I mean? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and then you spend another hour or two in the green room talking afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it is It is like that. Or uh, or I, I, I send the Hooks at Hoodlum group chat a phone call at one o'clock in the morning and people <laughs> answer. I mean, it's great. This is how fishermen are. They're crazy, they, they have no sense <laughs> and they don't sleep, apparently. But yeah, yeah I, you, you know, there's something to say about about you know, what we do and why we like to do it. And let's be real. We're, nobody's going to become a millionaire in the next few years doing a kayak or bass fishing podcast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we do it because we get, we enjoy it and we like the people we get to meet and talk to. That's an avenue for that. But we're also helping other people get their story out there. And I, everybody in this room, I would say is big on that because I listen to all y'all's podcasts. So, you know I think I think that's that's the driving force behind most of our podcasts is that is we we enjoy the conversation and we enjoy somebody else listening to that conversation exactly right very well played you know
3: you know and kind of touching a little bit about what Josh said not that that's specific what Josh said but I've recently experienced the other day I had I was I was trying I had really hard time uh here we go. <laughs> I had a really hard time trying to uh, put out contents in the Instagram. So I made a couple of, like a, two months ago, I made a re I was trying to look at footage. I hadn't caught any bass, fishing a, a, a hard lake just so I can, you know, get better at this. Um, and so I put in a reel of me skipping a, a, under a a um, under a dock, which I was kind of proud of. Like, man, that, that skip came out nice. The footage is horrible. Um and it was, it's literally five seconds with a sound effect, everything. But I just figured I need to put something on Instagram because, you know, the algorithms, whatever. And that's a big way to promote your podcast. So, and I even put it, you know, that I wasn't gloating on it. It was just felt nice to finally get after hours of doing this, you know, and getting bird's nest and all that. So it was kind of like a humble caption, you know, not gloating, just saying, hey, this takes hours. So this is a small victory for me. Um, yeah. And I don't know why, because I don't understand algorithms. That thing is close to a million <laughs> views. I don't know why. Because it's not like I post. And that's funny with Josh said. It's like sometimes you don't get credit. Sometimes, like I'll put a, what I think it's a killer video of yeah. me setting the hook and landing a big bass. It'll get three views. I put yeah. a stupid five-second video of me casting a dog. And it gets a million views. And everybody loves it. And then everybody starts commenting on it. And I am like all proud of myself. And I, think, and I finally experienced what you know tried and true that you are being successful. And that is my first troller. For some reason, somebody saw that, uh, 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 a reel. It filled him with rage that that video got a million views and thousands of likes and hundreds of comments that it filled him with rage that he felt the need to insult me through um through the <laughs> comment section. And I just laughed. I blocked him because i was like, I don't need to read, I don't need to- this guy follow me. So I blocked him, yeah, and erased him from my life. Because really, when you have to deal with trollers, you just erase them, and all of a sudden that people vanishes completely from your life.
4: Yeah, I engage, no I engage them with love. Nah. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> I with even love. Not, Look, you should see, I save them all. You should see, I don't get a lot of trollers, but the spammers, I, I engage them with love, and then just the craziest shit they've ever heard.
3: <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, <laughs> but it's <laughs> validation for me, so like, I finally made it. I'm being yeah.
4: successful. I have my first troller. <laughs> well, you made it when somebody accused you of of promoting getting drunk and... Stuff oh the, that will be. I, well that was on the panel and print page. <laughs> Somebody's
3: promoting getting drunk on and I'm like it's just fast from since then I put now at the end of my podcast you to put I'm a just disclaimer. Saying, I put in a disclaimer so people don't think I'm promoting alcoholism.
4: It's stupid. And when I had Armando on, I was like, on Bass and Rose, we promote drinking with Armando a lot. Just kidding. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny though, but yeah. So no. you yeah, get you're to, right. and I'm sure Josh, you've gotten to deal with haters as well with the popularity of one yeah. object and all that. So yeah, it just it just fuels me in my opinion. I don't know about you or about Dan. I know Dan had a really particular <laughs> just That's a really
0: lot. Oh that my God! That
3: him, is man. that is. I don't know how long Cam you want to go on this, but that is an interesting story. Yeah, Ooh. just a guy, Justin Rotten. He's a local guy, and he
0: he has some, you know, he 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 has some real issues, and I, I had to go all the way to his wife and say, you know, oh shit, your, your husband <laughs> burner, your husband's burner accounts. Well, oh, I didn't know. I, that. Look, I, I we don't live too far away. I'm gonna show up at your house because <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to let him troll me all over the internet with his yeah. burner accounts and just not think I'm going to do something. I mean, uh, mm. you know, I mean, it's, yeah. I know where I can find out where you live, bud. We, you know, yeah. Sorry.
2: I tell you, man. Like uh, you know, when we come out with our first product line, and we called uh, crap from uh, Kevin Dismute, and actually not from him, but from. His, follow, his fans, you know what I mean, of his products and rupees. Yeah. I mean, man, it was like a cult following. It really was. And I'm not trying to like knock none of them guys or nothing like that. But I mean, the stuff that we got, man, was, I mean, I got people that wanted to inflict harm on me over that cool. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and I almost, on one objective almost didn't exist after that. Like, I was about done. I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And um, you finally, you know, you sit back and you're like, this is not worth it. This is, I, I let somebody ruin my fun over something so stupid. So
0: same uh, lesson I went through with the podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: You just got to learn to cut it, get thick skin, say whatever, dude, and just keep on trucking. That's all you can do now.
3: I was actually talking to a content creator that was struggling with the haters. Like we were, and I told them, and I've learned this a lot. Of, and I told them, listen, when you got haters, that means you're being successful. Think about it this way. Nobody. Hates the Cleveland Browns, but everybody outside of New England hates the Patriots. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> because the Cleveland Browns, and and I apologize, anybody's from Cleveland, I'm not trying to insult you, but the reality is, you just insulted Browns, your
4: last guest.
3: No, he's Cincinnati Bengals.
4: Same thing. So
3: no. Ooh, now you insulted him. Now you really insulted him. But it's like they're not relevant. Somebody hates it now. The England wins everything. We know you to win everything. They had Tom Brady, so everybody that's out in England. Hates it. When people hate you, it's because you're doing something right, yeah. or maybe something completely wrong. But yeah. you know, it, when they hate your success, it's because you're doing something right because you're they're relevant. Free.
1: Yeah, I feel bad. I don't have any any haters or trollers yet.
4: It's coming. I'll, I'll like mean stuff. I'll Cam, put a burner account and write mean stuff if you yeah. want. I haven't. I haven't had a true hater. I don't think Alex Alex might have dealt with them on his side, but we haven't either. I mean, you know, I guess I guess it is what it is. I would love to have that interaction though, again, because you know, I, I just a bunch of craziness and love. I, I give them hugs and tell them I would like to give them hugs, and you know, apparently they didn't get enough hugs, so they should need some hugs. Yeah, I think the biggest hater, you know,
2: you get it on YouTube. We don't get too much on our podcast. I think the funniest one was when. uh somebody wrote on our iTunes account that I was egotistical, uh, rude to my guests, and like I mean it was, I, I just I keep rude. it on there, you know. I could report it and take it down, yeah. but I leave it there because I'm like this is hilarious. <laughs> like, so I mean that was probably by far the worst one, but you know, for the podcast we get one of YouTube stuff, but you know you get called idiots, you get called this or that for something we do, you know. But I think it's funny. A lot of the times I just a laughing emoji with it or whatever. If I was to read
4: that, i be like, damn! I got to listen to this podcast.
3: <laughs> well, that's that's what Josh Smith did. You remember Josh Smith asked everybody to write the crappiest review <laughs> on his podcast, give him oh, five boy. stars, but right, yeah. and he did, and I enjoyed it, man. I I I built Burner's account just so I can air out my. Group. <laughs> I was like, I'll help you, but it, that was master, master class on him, man. It was fun.
2: Yeah. Speaking, speaking of him, I know he's been doing, I've been following him. He does karate. Like, he's gotten big into that. Like, is he not going to do a podcast anymore? Like, is he? He,
3: he came out with a post about uh, two weeks ago, no, three weeks ago, saying that he's coming back, but I haven't seen him. Now, it's yeah. my favorite to message him and insult him, tell him to book his big, big boy pants on, like he did. Well.
0: So. <laughs> Man, rolling job. around with a bunch of guys. Come on. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm I'm kidding, Josh. I'm not messing with anybody. He's going to kick your ass. Yeah, <laughs> he, can, he, can, he can kick your ass Oh, now. Yeah. oh yeah, for real. He'd have been locked up on an arm bar. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm
2: this is what you should don't do, you, man. let Just edit
3: that part out or edit that part yeah. in and put it in a reel in Instagram and tag him. This is what Dan Perry just said. <laughs> don't oh, do that. <laughs> yeah. He knows I love him.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, we're we're gonna be respectful of everybody's time. We're gonna start winding things down.
4: Whoa, um, whoa, whoa! We <laughs> ain't respectful of time until after two and a half hours. Ain't that right, Dan? <laughs> hey, man, I had
0: to go. I'm sorry.
4: Look, look, we got the end of our episode, and we're all in the green room. Everybody's having dance. Like, look, guys, I'm gonna interrupt y'all because I got to go. <laughs> it was an I NFL w-
0: draft, man. I and Saints had two first round picks. I had to. I. Had but,
4: to check Believe it or not, I was shortly after you. I had to roll too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so um, so you've talked about the goals that you're you're shooting towards, but um, what's uh, what's coming up next for you guys? Uh, Jabber Hammer, let's start with you.
4: Uh, we're we're putting out an episode a week. Alex has a little bit extra time here and there, except for this week, and then next week he's he's had duty, so it's just me and. Uh, some other folks. Uh, We're putting out our episodes once a week. They drop on Fridays. Uh, I think we're going to sprinkle in some lives and when he gets back, I think we're going to probably head towards something twice a week with maybe some kind of live event. I I don't know uh, exactly, but I think we're going to try to do something like that. Um, and It'll be... Not, not necessarily like the interview that we that we do to long form be a little bit shorter, but it kind of be open forum where we bring people in and out for an hour or so and just just talk about a topic. But yeah, nothing nothing too exciting. We we won't know until Alex does his tour, finally retires and gets back over here and uh, takes the train wreck that I create again while he's gone and puts it back on the tracks and hopefully all the box cars aren't on fire and melted. <laughs>
1: What about you, Dan?
0: Nothing new. Just keeping the keeping trying train rolling.
1: Armando,
3: um, I started. Um, I started doing the YouTube thing, and I quickly realized it's really saturated, even for kayak bass fishing. Um, so, what I did Spanish is my first language, and I just came out with the uh, the first episode of uh, of kind of like. Paddle and Fin in Spanish, literally translated as Paddle and Finn in Spanish. And I'm going to start doing YouTube and it's going to be a two. The uh, first episode came out. It's going to be two series episode. One, it's going to be kind of like adventures on the water. Um, it just me being on the water and trying to catch bass or whatever it is that I'm fishing for. I'll try to do different bodies of water for different species. It just be entertaining. Uh, for those that don't speak Spanish, I, I gone through, uh, the trouble of adding the captions and if you don't pay for them and you're doing it yourself, that's another three hours <laughs> of your life. Oh um, so if anybody is interested you, and you know, if you, even if you don't speak Spanish, you can hit the closed caption uh, on your settings and you can read the subtitles in English. Um, then there's going to be another series where it's going to be like kind of like the Fluke Master. So you can call me El Fluke Maestro. Um, but, I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's going to be
4: it's going to be good. like tips that and tricks. That might be one of the funniest things you've ever said. That is good. <laughs> the fluke monstro. It's, it's going to be kind of like tips and tricks. And
3: I really wanted to do that, even though that's not something that I really crave doing. But I wanted to give something back to the Spanish-speaking community. That was my first language. Grew up in Puerto Rico. Lived there for most of my life. I And I've seen this how the sport is growing in not just Puerto Rico, Mexico, and a lot of Latin America or Spanish speaking countries. But there's really not, you know, there's just the guys that kind of do the whole Guggen core squad thing, which is nothing wrong with it. You know, they want to do the, you know, the highlight reels of them fishing out on the water. That's, that's again, nothing wrong with it. I'm doing the same thing, but I've yet to find a channel that really uh, goes down into tips and trick and really helping out. I remember when I started kayak fishing, I had to watch like 10 different episodes to kind of explain to me what was the difference between moderate, heavy and fast action and moderate action. I just couldn't get it. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Now it's kind of like, how did I not understand this from the beginning? But I know there's a lot of people out there, especially, you know, that – Bass fishing is just blowing up right now because it never was a thing before. Now it is, especially kayak fishing, and they really don't have a direction of where to find advice on what you should buy, what you should not buy, what should you be using in, and what should not be using. So I kind of want to get something back to to the community that is interested in kayak bass fishing or kayak fishing in general, but, um, you know, don't have the resources that we do in the United States, you know, or English speaking language. Dude,
0: the Gugans are so much bigger than Fluke. You should have went
3: ill or something. I'm I'm closer to Gene Jensen 8 than I am to John B. So you know, ill Guganero, There you yeah, go. Guganero. Guganero. That's racist, man. Now getting.
0: What you, no, <laughs> Josh? What do you
4: have? Uh, a a <laughs>
3: Like the Two Amigos movie. Okay, go
2: ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Oh, oh, <laughs> you tell me. Uh, no, oh, I, I don't mean, know, like, it was. Like I said earlier, you know, we, we want to we want to reach out more to the new guys coming in, the new people coming into kayak fishing, bass fishing, um, the do's and don'ts. You know, like we just did a video on uh, weight distribution. To be quite honest with you, I never even thought that video was really going to be that great. You know, like I just went over with a lot of questions that we got through the months on rigging kayaks. You know, and kayak uh fishing magazine i think it was shared it um several other sites shared this video and and i i was like man i, I told you I, said, I think we really hit on something when you look back at our videos that a lot of our basic videos on you know uh, bow versus stern you know which motor to pick or which way to rig or you know so i think we really need to get back into that i mean i still like doing the fishing side and going out there and just shooting you know while we're fishing tournaments and having clips and all that but to to really reach out there to people and and like you said like uh, Armando said with the community being saturated it is but you got to find your niche you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like you really got to find what you want to do and do a lot of it you know I mean it's kind of like the gaming industry when it comes to um, YouTube it's saturated it is super saturated with people doing live gaming on YouTube Twitch all that stuff but there's guys that still make it that just start new and make it. They find their niche. They find their personality into this and people really like it, you know, and, and they grow with it. So, but on on the YouTube side, I think that's what we want to do. We really want to grow back into like getting into getting these new people into the sport. Cause when you get these new people into the sport, these guys are going to start listening to our podcast. You know what I mean? Like, going to want to learn more they're one they're going to start because we all know bass fishing is addicting like it's it's a drug it really is and oh, so i think if we can get these kids kids and we can get new people in there's a lot of guys that's coming out of bass boats gas prices are through the roof right now um you can't get bass boats certain models and stuff like that. it's so hard to get stuff so I think that if we can reach out to these people that are just coming into the sport, that's where we want to be at. We want to be helping these new people coming in. Uh, Sounds like the podcast, I mean, just from what I've heard from everybody tonight, that we probably need to start doing more podcasts and get back on a regular schedule to have something for you guys to listen to. But, uh, uh, but, you know, that's something we need to work on. It's just getting our schedule back, getting into a regular schedule with podcasting. Uh, We really love doing it. It's just been tough tough to do it maybe we need, maybe we need to change up our time that we do them. maybe we don't do them on sunday nights we do them middle of the week like when my kids go to bed i come down here and do a podcast you know maybe that's, that's something I, we work into so but that's what i do yeah, yeah. so um i you know but th- i think that's what we're going to change but like i say youtube stuff is is top priority here lately and like I say our shows go on youtube anyway so um i just we just really want to reach out to the new people coming into
1: the sport awesome i want to give everybody uh, you know a chance to share uh sponsors supporters anybody you want to say thank you to love your social media um youtube stuff all that good stuff where do people find you so um josh Cole. how about you
2: um my you know oneobjectivebf.com that's our website same thing with instagram youtube all that one objective bass fishing um sponsor wise I want to thank one objective <laughs> that's who sponsors us objective um, you know and our families that support us with this because I mean we, we put a lot of time in it you know and um, if it wasn't for a, a good wife and kids same thing with James if he was here he'd say the same thing you know if it wasn't for his wife and kids for them to for us to have amazing jobs making good money to quit to say we we're going to make kayak accessories and do YouTube and all that stuff um, for them to believe in us and support us with it, man, that's a it that takes a strong woman right there to be yeah. able to support you and stick with you through that. Especially when you got a couple months of no paychecks, you know what I mean? Because you're getting everything straight. So, um, and I just want to thank all of our listeners and followers, subscribers, all that stuff. You know, that's that's the main thing. So, thank you,
0: thank y'all, thank y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome, Dan. What about you?
0: Uh, yeah, just podcast, paddling Finn, Reel Down Wednesdays, it comes out. Um, besides that, X Zone, back here in the back, if you're watching. Uh, Biano Power, Yag Gadget, and Summerland Outdoors. If you need a kayak, right now they have 700 of them, and they're having a sale this week. If you're listening, they ship anywhere in the country, Hobie, Old Town, and Jackson. They don't have an aura, though, so don't call them and ask them for, <laughs> for an aura. They don't have them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Thanks to you, Cam. Thanks for having
0: us.
1: Absolutely, Armande.
3: Um, Douglas Outdoors—they're my—they're the only sponsor um, that I have. So big thanks to them. I, they're amazing rods, uh, and I say it not because they're my sponsor. I really—I've always said if I ever have a sponsor, um, it's going to be some a company that I trust, what they're doing, and and I love their products. Something that I would buy regardless if I was sponsored by them or not. So and and I really believe Douglas Rods. It is one of the best rods out there, their X matrix lineup. I've, I mean, I've, once I set the hook very, very few times have I've ever compl- complained about the fish coming off, which you said when I was on a budget starting off, that would happen regularly. Um, so go check them out, DouglasOutdoors.com. I don't think you'll be disappointed with the quality that they bring. Oh, and uh, uh, if they want to follow me, Bass Kayak and Beers in Instagram, I'm um, Remos Aletas in Spanish. If you want to follow the Spanish Instagram, YouTube, Remos Aletas as well. My podcast comes out every Tuesday on Paddle and Fin. So if you're looking for the podcast, if you're on Instagram, you can hit the link on my bio. Otherwise, just whatever platform you use, just search for Paddle and Fin. We have an episode every single day of the week. Different episode. Mine happens to air on Tuesday. Uh, depending on, I don't know where this um uh, podcast is going to air, but right now it's just recorded with Cayman Rasmussen, and that should be coming up this week. And after that, it's going to be Gary Sadiq, which I just recorded with today. So, um, yeah, go check it out if you want to. If you if you all like all that kayak bass fishing talk,
0: Cayman, the best name in kayak fishing, Kayman, I know, right? Cayman Rasmussen, mm-hmm. yeah, that that kid can
3: fish. Too. Oh, Rasmussen, by the way, I said that wrong. Oh, it's
4: all right, <laughs> I and... put your names all the time. Paul
3: <laughs> oh, what
1: about you man
4: uh, Hooks at Hoodlands Check them out Springline Apparel is out uh, Outside of that that's it Bass and Bruise podcast YouTube We just started a Bass and Brews YouTube The old stuff and currently Swamp Rat Fishing the stuff's being put on Facebook all that good stuff I'm Paul Hills, P-A-U-L-H-E-E-L-S. Paul Hills, just like Tar Hills on YouTube. Go follow me there. I, I've been on I've had a I haven't had a lot of fishing going on the last about five, six weeks and a lot of other stuff. So I posted a lot, but I also suck at fishing in the springtime for whatever reason when everybody else catches up. But summertime's rolling around, so I start cranking again. Maybe I'll get some stuff out there. That's it. Pretty simple. We we just out there plugging along, having a good time, and we you know, appreciate you come listening to us and you know have an open mind. That's all I gotta say.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank all of y'all so much for coming on the show. Um, it means a lot. Thank to you, Cam. You do that. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Cam. Um,
1: yeah, appreciate uh, it, Cam. Had a blast.
2: Yeah, had a good time, man. And and Cam, uh, I've I really enjoyed your show too, man. We we haven't said that much on here, but mm-hmm. you, you've come a long ways with your podcast. You're doing a good job. Yeah. So keep up the good work, man. Well,
1: I I appreciate
2: that.
3: It really is. It really is something. And it's you know you found your niche, and you should be proud of it. Yeah.
1: Well, that is a phenomenal place to end.
3: Go before Paul, say something.
1: (laughs) Atollus, based out of Charleston, South Carolina, is an eyewear accessory and gear company focused on enhancing your time on the water. Their floating sunglass retainers are the most technically advanced around. Over five years of engineering, testing, and exhaustive feedback from paddlers, anglers, and watermen have resulted in a patented design in a class of its own. They're incredibly light and comfortable, built for durability, sport a sleek, minimal design, virtually all brands and models of sunglasses and they're back for life so if you break them atollas will replace them no questions asked whether you're fishing kayaking or boating atollas will save your shades from the dream head on over to co to check out their gear and use promo code faithinfish15 that's faith the letter n fish the number one, five at checkout to save 15 percent on your order Another huge thank you to Josh from One Objective, Armando from Bass Kayak and Beers, Paul from Bass and Brews, and Dan from The Reel Down for coming on the show and having an awesome conversation with me. Um, I'll leave all of their links in the show notes, as well as links to Outhouse Tackle so you can find them. Again, their website shop is still under construction, but you can find them there. And I'll have the All Things Faith and Fishing link in the show notes, uh, too, which has all of the sponsor links. Social media, so give us a follow. YouTube, where you can watch all the interviews, and Patreon, where you can watch them early. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Faith in Fishing podcast. Faith in Fishing is produced and hosted by me, Cam Steele, and is sponsored by Jades Jigs, Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle, Save Your Outdoors, Atollus, and Mr. B Lure Company. Be sure to give us a rating and a review and to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless.